Hi, Linda. Hi. Hi. It's it's good to finally talk to you after all this time. Uh, I'm Josh. We've been best friends on Facebook for weeks now. Yes. We're next to me is my brother Corey. Hello. Hi, Corey. And then next to him is also Josh. Oh, two Joshes. Okay. Uh, so if you ever like can't think of anything funny to say, just yell out, "Josh, help me!" And okay. we, one of us will hop in and say something hilarious. Most okay, likely, I'll, I'll do that. Probably me. <laughs> Probably Corey. <laughs> With me in the studio is Josh Hatfield. Yes. And Josh Stout. Yes. Today we have a special guest, Linda Young. Uh, she's a voice actress that probably everybody's heard if they watched any anime. You're in about <laughs> 80 billion of them now? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> quite a number. It is quite a number. Uh... You're, you're in uh, my favorite one is uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. I've always loved that. I like that also. Yeah? Yes. Do you, do you actually go back and like watch things you were in, or do you just... Do you like anime, or are you just like... She likes getting paid. Getting paid. <laughs> I like um, doing voices for it. Yeah? Yeah. It seems but like I a... I don't actually watch it. I watched... Um, Probably more Yu Yu Hakusho than I have other things, you know. Um, even my dad would watch that with me. He liked it because <laughs> it had more of a story, you know. Yeah. Well, DBZ's got a story. Yeah. Right? It does. Dragon Ball Z is a really long story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it takes <laughs> forever to do anything, but. Yes. 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 But that I, was fun too. I really enjoyed um, being the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I used to watch DBZ when I was a kid, and it just seems like, and again, I haven't watched it as an adult, but it just seems like it was like powering up and just screaming all the time. There was a lot of screaming. Oh, yes. there. Oh, there was a lot of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that was not easy. I, was I had to say, learn yeah. all that kind of stuff. And a lot of reactions. Yeah. A lot of um, fighting noises. Yeah. Yeah. Did they not just, like, you record it once and then they use it over and over again? I wish. (laughs) Oh, man. Because your character, you you played Frieza. Well, you did a few characters for Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Yes, yeah. But the biggest one was probably Frieza. Yeah. Your character gets killed, like, three times. (laughs) So you said you had to learn fighting noises. Are you not a world-renowned martial artist? <laughs> well, I'm pretty good at uh, Tai Bo and kickboxing, actually. All right. Um, but, um, yeah, I, well, I kind of knew the hack. 
that kind of stuff. But um, so when you kickbox, you don't just like scream for thirty minutes and then fight. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what my I. Dog. <laughs> my dog gets scared enough when I'm working. We were actually kind of discussing this. I'm I'm assuming when you did Dragon Ball Z, you had to go to a studio. Do you always go to a studio when you record? Yes, and so I haven't recorded for since the pandemic because my husband was supposed to help me set up a home studio, but that never happened. <laughs> I mean, well, we got saw how hard it was for him to get Skype set up. <laughs> got the equipment, but that's about it. Um, but yes, I've always gone to the studio. Yeah, but we're because I think. Okay, yeah. I think Corey kind of thought like you were like there with each other. No, when you were no, doing this. this is what I said. Okay, what's his name? Justin Young or Justin? Your son. No, not no, your son. Not your My son. son? The, the guy who did the voice of Yusuke. Oh, Justin Cook. Justin Cook, correct. Yeah, yeah. You you got it. <laughs> I was saying that I'm sure you've met him. And Josh oh, yeah. seems to think that you never no, met, no. and you both just recorded no, just, at a studio at different times. So here's the let me let me. That surprise. is true though. We do, do um, record at different times, but of course I know Justin. And, so uh, there's never a time where you both record. Yeah, like, we're, did you no. ever record to get? They record no. them all separately and then just mix them. All separately because um, since you have to put dub the English over the Japanese. You have to do it all separately. Uh-huh. So do they just let you wing it? They're like, this is what their lips are doing? You just picked <laughs> up something. No. no, you have a script that's rewritten in English. And my son used to write a lot of the scripts, too. But, um, yeah, when, when we first started, um, it was more difficult because your script, if you had a script, it was actually down here, you know, and... And uh, then the screen was up here and the microphone, but you'd be looking. <laughs> now in the studios, they have um, a screen right next to the, you know, your, a screen next to the screen. So you can see your script and see the screen where you're dubbing at the same time. I'm sure and there's a I lot first less started, H sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I first started, um, you had to. You had to be really, really close to, they call it flaps, where the mouth goes up and down. Um, you had to be really close at dumbing it. Now you still do, but they can move, they can move it, you know, a little with the new recording equipment they have. That's when funny. I started, they didn't have a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was actually watching something today, and it's really actually amazing how close the english words are to like the mouth movements and i just assume they rewrote the script to kind of work but maybe they don't they do they put that much thought into it they do seems like a pretty big business they probably put a lot of well Well, that's like that's gotta be hard you have to know it seems hard when they're saying ramen to make it say hamburger (laughs) it seems impossible there's too many they do it though it's hard to know exactly how those flaps work, you know, but they, um, the writers and the directors, they got it down, you know, they know how you have to say the word to make it look like it fits. 
But if you're like, just looking at that and you're just seeing these mouths go like this, it's kind of kind of difficult. <laughs> I like I wouldn't be able to write that right amount of consonants and everything, and I don't think you have I, to be I a linguist. I was, yeah, I was just, I was thinking about that today because I knew we were talking to you tonight. And so, like, I, I was pretty amazed when, when you think about it. Like, it's actually really well done. And I know that. Yes. Because I was watching, well, most anime is originally in Japanese. So they're, they are just dubbing over what right. was already. Like, I, not I, all. I bet it was super easy when they had to redo Speed Racer. Yeah. yeah. I bet Speed Racer was pretty easy to redo. <laughs> is that the one with the lips? No, they didn't have any lips. It was like yeah. three Speed static Racer. images per minute. Mm. Well, <laughs> he was cute. Speed Racer was cute, though. I usually do laundry when I'm watching this stuff anyway, so the lip movements don't even catch my eye. And the Power oh. Rangers dubs were probably yeah. super easy. Uh, I'm always doing something else. So. Oh, okay. Well, then you don't even... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, realistically... <laughs> Next one, you could just let it go. And I'll, I'll be on board because I don't even look at the screen ever. I'll have to tell that to the directors. <laughs> just let them know. Three random dudes you talked to said, don't even worry yeah, about it. Well, one the of screen. them did. You're trying too hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that um, to write the script, that does take quite a bit of work. You know, because they have to watch it and Get the right words in there. Because my son used to, my son used to be watching the episodes all the time to make sure he had the right amount of words in there, and plus it has to make sense. Plus they can, they can add their own comedy or their own drama. That's, but they kind, of, they had all these rules. Oh, there was a book of rules that you had to stick to, for um, when you translate from Japanese. Why? Who wrote these rules? Japanese. I guess the Japanese, yeah. Oh, really? Rules. It was I could see, yeah, where they're like, you have to follow these or you can't make our stuff. Yeah. I think so, yeah. So yeah. you said your your son was a writer, but he also does voice acting, too. Oh, yeah, right? he does lots of voices. Yeah. He started, um, actually, I was doing voices, and they were looking for some other guys to work in the studio and I said my son would be good at that and um, then Chris Sabat we were talking and he knew my son because they both went to North Texas and he knew the band my son was in so um, my son started working there and pretty soon he ended up uh, first of all he was um, correcting all the English you know correcting all the, the grammar and everything and then he eventually became the head writer and uh, they pulled him in the booth a couple times to do some things. And then they were like, oh, he's pretty good. <laughs> so he ended up doing a lot. And he still does voices. So do you mainly do anime? I mean, have you done anything else? Uh, I um, No, I started doing um, acting a long time ago, you know, theater and um, small films. And... Um, a lot of voice work, a lot of commercials, industrials, print, everything, you know. Wait, what, what's an industrial? 
Does anybody and industrialism have... a company does, you know, little films for their company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had a guy who does those as a voice of, as a minotaur. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not really what happened. Yeah. I we did talk <laughs> I know to somebody that yeah. did it. Like there's probably a lot of work in that. You don't really think about it, but yeah. Every company wants their own stupid little video about yeah. how to not drive a forklift. Yeah, so wall. you could have, like, Frieza right. you know, telling people how to lift <laughs> cases. Sure. I mean, there used, it was, um, when I was younger, there were so many industrials filmed here that you could always get some work on those. Um, and now they aren't as big a deal anymore. I, but I, I don't know. If something happened with the union here, and I'm not sure what happened, but all of a sudden there was. It's because they just work. don't. They just don't film them anymore. They've been using the same ones for 30 years. Or they, uh, or they hire like a 20 year old kid with a video camera to make one for the company. All of the ones that I have to watch are just like stock background pictures with a really angry voice actor guy like a minotaur, like a minotaur just yelling <laughs> you know, they might just watch film film. in house like that and just show the pictures and someone um narrating i don't yeah, know yeah that's which i mean i guess somebody's got to do that though too so yeah narrate those. Well, they used to actually do productions yeah which were fun they were fun so what was but, your favorite uh, role then to do or do they just kind of blend together for a for, for an industrial. Yeah. What yeah, was your industrial. favorite industrial? No, no. I think it was for um, it was for a bread. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't even remember. It was a bread. It was made in Texas. And you oh, got a bunch Texas. of bread out of the deal, probably. Texas toast. I, yeah, I think so. Still eating that bread today. And I got to work with this little kid that was so cute. Did they pay I you was, a bread? Was the mom. Did they pay me in bread? <laughs> My brother works for a bread slicing company, and he brings us free bread all the time. Oh, nice. Is that true? Because he's we got never Hawaiian rolls. I'm, Just like a uh, ton of Were they of, miscut? No, they were good. But we also got uh, the the English muffins from McDonald's. We got like three you know what's ridiculous? Those. I work right down the road from your brother. Your brother works right down the road from me, and he never brings me bread. He'll just come. Not true. He he works change, in I live in Salem. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and he just comes to my house to change clothes. Well, I'll tell him you want some bread. <laughs> Your brother has never brought me bread. You live 30 minutes away. I don't the care. I'm literally his best friend. The bread will mold by then. You're gonna have to bring everybody bread now. Oh, yeah. well, I'll get him to mail you some bread. He's yeah, probably, I'll send me some. You know. The English muffins were good. I mean, yeah, that, they sound good. Wait, were they sliced? You yeah, started a big fight here, were. Linda. This no, is all your fault. He works for a bread slicing company. Maybe they were sliced. Yes, he designs the bread slices. Yeah, yeah. And packaging it. I don't know. Whatever. I know. My I just, it's just it. bread. I, you know, we were, I we were talking about bread. I remember the bread. It was Mrs. Baird's bread. Ooh. Oh, I wonder if that fancy. still exists. I don't. I don't think it does. I think they actually closed down a while back. Oh, did they merge with Boone's hot dogs? <laughs> no. No, probably not. I don't think. I think it was Twister hot dog. What's a Twister? What hot dog are you talking about? Why are we Boom talking about hot, hot dogs? dogs? I don't think it was Boone <laughs> hot dog. It was 100. percent 
I know for a fact. So how do you get, how did you, I mean, I guess you, you went just from acting to doing anime. I mean, I guess it's just a job when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. It was um actually an open audition. And one of my friends called me and wanted me to go along with her. And I almost didn't because um, I was kind of busy and it wasn't really from my agent. And I almost didn't go, but she so, talked me into it. Was Dragon Ball Z your first anime? Yes, yes. That's... I mean, I've done, I did, like, animated things, but not anime. Yeah. Anime. That's scary to characters. think about, because if you hadn't have went, you wouldn't be on this podcast right now. No. Oh, man. You would have Well, I mean, Frieza is iconic, though. I mean. Yeah. That's you, what I I'm guess... finding out. Boy, I, I, I had no idea how popular Frieza was, you know. Well, well, like, uh, you can see, like, there's ebbs and flows of popularity, but, like, nowadays, like, well, when we were younger, there would be a bunch of Dragon Ball Z stuff, and then it went away for a little bit, and now you could get a Dragon Ball Z shirt at Walmart, like, I don't know if you know, but, like, now there's Yu Yu Hakusho things. Uh, Yeah, like, on my bookshelf at my house. It's like <laughs> becoming popular again. Kids don't get beat up anymore for watching anime. That's true. Like. Kids, <laughs> you don't have to pretend anymore. Well, DB, Dragon Ball Z was never. It was so it was mainstream enough because yeah. it was on Cartoon Network. They're like, yes. yeah. So even the bullies would be like, take this, Goku, I'm I'm Frieza, and punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get royalties for having been punching a voice actor? On a show that they're still like showing on Cartoon Network. I don't know. I would ask. What is it? What did you say? <laughs> do you get? I mean, I guess you. Do you get royalties for a show no. if they play it? And you know why? Because it's um, recorded in Texas, and it's a right-to-work state. Oh. So you don't get residuals. The only time I've gotten residuals on things is if I do a union job, uh-huh. and it's you know from somewhere else like. I did a Dewey Stevens commercial one time. It was a wine a long time ago, and it played um, during the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. And I got this huge check, and I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And um, then I started getting, I've gotten residuals on other commercials I've done. And um, And on your forklift videos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? And all your forklift videos. I bet you get a. No, not industrials. You don't get any residuals. Well, that's that's ridiculous because you're personally responsible for that safety. So you'd think if there's a safety bonus, you'd get a cut of that. Yeah, you'd think. Plus, they probably show it for years and years and years, right? They do. Like where I work, I have to watch this active shooter video every year. And I've been there 13 years. I've watched it 13 times. And it's always the same? It's always the same. Run, hide, fight. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I watched that one too. Hey, you could buy uh, a Dewey Stevens wine oh, sign for $45 on eBay. They still have it? They have vintage stuff. They might bring oh that wine and then they could bring your commercial <laughs> back. <laughs> That's crazy, though, to think that, like, Dragon Ball Z is a 
it was a huge cultural thing. Huge, and they're yeah. just like, well, we paid you once. Go away. Yeah. Because it, it's, I mean, they still, do they still play it, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah they still yeah. play And you could buy, like, your character's action figure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I can't. You know, um, know the one because. thing, though, when I was doing The Voice back in the day, we did get bonuses. They did give us bonuses, which was nice. Um, but since it is a right-to-work state, you just don't get the residuals. Um, and I, I know that I think sometimes even in L.A. now, everything doesn't give residuals. You would think more things would get recorded in Texas then. <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> just because of drugs. Uh, yeah, I don't they know. do a lot of filming in Georgia because they don't have to pay you. And then they also, Georgia pays you to film there. Is is Frieza as iconic as I'm thinking, or is it just because yeah. like that? You know, I was, I guess I was just a young kid when it was out, and I used to watch it all the time. I know me personally, I can only think of three villains, and Frieza's definitely Frieza's one of them. up there. <laughs> yeah, three, that's three what, of them. You know, like when I go to cons and everything, um, I meet so many people that just they watched it when they were a kid, and then they hand it down to their kids mm-hmm. and they want them to watch the old one you know they want them to watch the original so it yeah, just kind of, cut down of crap get a driver's license yeah no i that's my favorite episode yeah my son is uh eight and he makes fun of me and he's like oh you're watching goku again <laughs> <laughs> pretty ridiculous yeah your son's a bully <laughs> he is a bully <laughs> i taught him that but uh, they call me they call me OG Frieza, so that's kind of <laughs> neat. So do you, so you do go to cons then? I was going to ask that. And kind of I first. do. I didn't at first, and then I started um, a Japanese lady that runs Animazement in North Carolina asked me personally, and I went to that one, and also Japanese Frieza, Mr. Nakayo, was there, and it was really fun. So I've been to that one. Um, several times and after that I just started going to some and then I talked my son into going some t- going to some too because he I swear he's he's more private than I am you know <laughs> he was like, but he's been going to cons now too I mean that's an interesting culture but you can make bank there I mean I, you but can, it, it must be nice going there and having a lot of people appreciate you for yeah, your work that's true you know what's nice? You know what I really like is to find out yeah. all the stories from people, like how the anime helped their lives. Like Genkai helped so many people, that kids that were going through stuff. And they said, and I've heard stories that even um, like kids that were kind of wimpy, and they said they'd come and watch Frieza and think Frieza's little too, and Frieza. Can- Frieza can beat up people, so I can be like Frieza. And it's just good to hear all those stories, and that makes me happy. It makes me happy that I made people happy, I guess. Have you ever had, like, an old person come up to you at a convention, and they're like, you know, I I was feeling kind of bad for bad-mouthing young people all the time, but then Genkai did it, so now I feel like it's okay. (laughs) No, they should, though. Yeah, because so many people like that she did bad 
I mean, so many people have said, oh, she reminded me just of my grandma. You know, she's tough, but you know that she loves you. you know? Did you also she's... voice young Genkai? Yes, I did. Okay. Genkai was kind of ridiculous because she's like, man, I hate kids. But then every kid she sees, she's like, come uh, hang out at my, at my place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to surround myself by children. Yeah, she, yeah. And the yeah. Grim Reaper. She was just, okay. uh. So just, you said, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I mean, she just was tough love. She just acted all tough, but she really had a heart for teaching, teaching kids, you know. Or beating up kids. <laughs> she did like beating up kids. That's how I, she rolled. I had a question. You said uh, the Japanese Frieza was there, and I believe you said he was a man. Mr. Nakayo, yeah. I, that's how I figured out he was a man. You called him Mister. Um, <laughs> yes. So, was there ever a instance like was I've never knew this. Is Frieza supposed to be a guy or a girl or just a space alien? So you never know. Well, see, it's like people don't know, but I can always thought of Frieza as an alien, but I think Frieza is supposed to be a guy. Okay. But I've always thought of Frieza as an alien. Did okay, so let me just okay. When you you went to the studio and you auditioned for Frieza, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, did they just were were they just like yeah you're a little purple bald alien and you're angry <laughs> at the world like channel that? No, really. What what it was is um, they either the Ocean Group from Canada that originally did the Dragon Ball Z series. They, since they were no longer going to be um, recording in Canada and they were going to start recording here, they wanted the voices they picked for the characters to sound kind of like the ocean dub so that people wouldn't notice as much that there was a transition. So we had to imitate voices when we went into audition. And apparently, I imitated Frieza the best. No. Okay. I think I was one of the only per- people that um, could do that raspy voice without coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a smoker? You had lots of practice. No, I never smoked a day in my life. But I can put my voice down there. Dang. I can go in. I can get, you know, get it all gravelly. Is yeah. uh, that's probably you probably have to talk that way the whole time you're at a convention though, right? <laughs> a lot of times, yeah. <laughs> Say people's favorite lines and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just do these cameos. They're called cameos that I do. Have you heard of cameos? Oh, the website like, or is it? Yeah, it's like little. Oh yeah. Videos that uh-huh. celebrities do, and someone asked me if I'd be on there, so I am, and I've been doing things. Genkai's voice, Frieza's voice, you know, for birthdays or all different things. It's really kind of fun. That's that's actually pretty awesome. I didn't think about that, but that's probably a... Yeah, that seems like a fun way to make some cash. Yeah. It is fun, and it's fun. It's because, um, you know, they, they ask for a certain type of thing, but then you have the creativity to do kind of what you want within what they want. And it's really fun. I like it. What's the I What's the craziest it. thing you've ever done on a cameo? 
murder like, someone. Did anyone ever ask you to murder someone? Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, they could be like, pretend you're freezing and you're murdering my friend Josh. No, nobody, nobody asked for that. <laughs> they do. Um, for Genka, they have you do pep, have me do pep talks for people, but a lot of times they want them. Want me to call them dimwits or you know slackers? <laughs> it's like a half-ass talk. <laughs> <laughs> but freeze! I had to do a pep talk as freeze a couple times, and I'm like, <laughs> like this, this is your role model. <laughs> freeze! I'm like, yeah, that's not. You should, you should turn those really people into the police. <laughs> if they want Don't a pep talk. If they want a pep talk from Frieza, they're probably not great people. You should turn those into the police. <laughs> I figure out something to do. So let me. We've got we've got a couple of questions people okay. sent in. They're not specifically for you. Don't worry. They're just life life improvement questions. But I have a question for you before we start. <laughs> Doing cons and stuff. Uh huh. I'd say is probably generally a good experience. But have you ever had any? Uh, I'm sure there are just insane people there you don't want to deal with what's what's the worst experience you've ever had at a con okay i've never had a horrible experience but i did have um a guy um get a um funko pop you know and i signed it for him and um he said he had to go get cash and he took off and on that same day my rain jacket that i had on the back of my chair was stolen oh my goodness that was the same day but that's that's really the worst do you think it was the same other people have had worse things well i was gonna say i don't know i wonder he came back he used it to disguise himself you know put the hood up yeah. I got Freeze's autograph and her coat. <laughs> yeah, really. Wait, is that how you met your husband? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like, well, I mean, it's yeah, it kind of stinks that they stole from you, but I guess they didn't. They just stole your autograph. Yeah, they land of Funko Pop, right? Well, it wasn't hers. I oh, assume. was it a pop you were selling? Um, it was actually. You know what? I can't remember if it was one I had or one they had. I have to be honest. No, it was it was one that the con okay. gave me to show. Oh. Oh, and one of the guys from the con actually walked with the guy because he told him where he could get cash. You know, there was um, and he walked with him, and then and the guy walked there and. He trusted he was going to, but then he took off. He must have left the con because people would be looking for him. Unless he went and stole from everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He probably made rounds. Maybe he did. Not bad. Maybe he didn't. It's really not bad. I didn't realize it was that easy to steal from people. (laughs) Yeah. Going forward. Yeah, Yeah. I guess, you know. And I would. And no one really went after him because they thought he was actually going to the cash machine to get the cash. Well, now that we know you're such an easy mark, we'll be at your next <laughs> I'll have my camera ready taking pictures. <laughs> okay, so we have some questions sent in by a listener. They're just uh, 
life questions to help improve their lives. It's, I guess, things they've wondered. It has nothing to do with DBZ. Okay. But, uh, so this was sent in by, by James Bundy. And the first question is, what is the best Nicolas Cage movie? Josh, I know you have a lot of opinions uh, in general. You no, know, I but I know. I know this one. Con Air. I, I know I that's like... you were going to say You that. did? Mm-hmm. I mean, Con Air is where it's at. Is that, that is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I like Con Air. Yeah. Con I, I like Air's fine. Uh, but we both know. Gone in 60 Seconds is probably my favorite Nicolas no. Cage movie. Garbage movie. You're both wrong. Do you also, know what it is? Okay, the, which is the one where he was... Oh, the baby. What's the one with... Raising, Raising Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. That was a good one. All right. So that was early, early Nicolas Cage we with a yes, mustache. Three wrong votes. Okay. <laughs> what the, is it? The correct answer is Matchstick Man. Oh, oh a, okay. Matchstick Man was good. Abby. That was good. Yeah. Early Nicolas Cage too, right? Not, not Mid really. Nicolas Cage. Mid. Well, I mean, not the late stuff. Let's, let's, we can all agree that like anything he's doing now, he's yeah, doing it for the money. The last ten years have not been great for Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Matchstick Man was a good middle. Because he got to kind of, his character was the correct kind of character for Nicolas Cage yeah. to let loose, and it had Sam Rockwell in it. So I, what I else could you ask for? Didn't love most of the movie, but the ending made up for it. You did love most. Of the movie. No, it's like kind of hard to watch. It's not. You love it. Anybody with OCD is <laughs> to watch for me. What about Sandy Helen? I don't like watch him. Clean things. That was not a great question. Uh, James. Yeah, James. <laughs> Do better. If you want to make fun of James as we go, Linda, feel free. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a better debatable question. Yeah, yeah, debatable. Because we all have strong opinions on this next one. What is uh-huh. the best ancient grain? <laughs> <laughs> What's the best ancient grain? Seriously? Yeah. Um. For health or for what? Just what do you think? I guess in the world. It's got to be quinoa. That's what I was thinking. Could be taste. Could be health. Actually, what what constitutes an ancient grain? Yeah, really. Grain that Egyptians used. I don't don't know that. I don't like... Amaranth. Wait, what is it? Amaranth. I'm impressed. I only know quinoa. Yeah, okay. Quinoa is the only one that I know. But, like, (laughs) I also, like... I don't. I've never eaten a grain and been like, "Hmm, I wonder if the Egyptians <laughs> ate this." What's the definition? I guarantee it has something to do with Egyptians. Ancient grain uh, include what? An ancient grain is a marketing term used to describe a category of grains that are purported to have been minimally changed by selective breeding in the recent millennia. What? As opposed well, to. Well, can we get a list? Do we actually care? Can't we just say quinoa or whatever? Yeah, says? let's just. <laughs> what was yours? Amaranth. Amaranth. I'm gonna go with Amaranth. sorghum. Ooh, oh, sorghum. sorghum. I mean, have, what was the last oh, time you? Oh yeah, that's right. And three years ago. Buckwheat. No wait, buckwheat is that? Oh, that doesn't. No, that's, that's a little rascal. That's a little rascal. You're way off. It's a man. No, not a little rascal. Rascals. <laughs> 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 Like, I know it's weird to say because we've only brought them up like five times, but still, that's a lot. Best Nick Cage movie, though. Little Rascal. Little Rascal. Would you? Alfalfa, right? If, if he, they remade it and he hey, was. Alfalfa is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. 
Nicholas Cage. Isn't he was in Rumblefish? He was in Outsiders too. He was a pre- who cares about Nick Cage? Who was? Was in Outsiders? He was in the he Outsiders. Was? He was one of the preppy dudes in the back. Ah. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Crazy. He was also in Rumblefish. That was kind of like a sequel. Corey. I didn't Corey, see that. One. So. They're all kind of connected. They're I'm all, a big Essie Hinton fan. Except the vampire one's not connected. She she made my love of reading happen. I yeah, he, and and cancer sticks. Cancer sticks. Yeah. <laughs> cancer sticks. I often grease back my hair. <laughs> okay, question three. I think we all went. With I'm glad sorghum, we answered right? that. So, well, isn't <laughs> sorghum the thing that they put in food to like fatten up? No. What am I thinking? Sorghum is uh, like little grains of corn that pop. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like mini, mini is corn. Is he right about that, Linda? Mini corn. <laughs> no, it's not mini corn. Yeah, That's yeah. different. You can pop sorghum like sorghum popcorn, pops. but yeah. it's teeny tiny. It's so tiny. It wouldn't be filling. You'd need a lot of sorghum. So, so you make sorghum popcorn? You could. Well, no. You make <laughs> pops, popped sorghum. And that'd be a grain. Yeah. It's a grain, yeah. And, an ancient know. grain that the ancients used. <laughs> that's how the Egyptians used to have popcorn on movie nights. That's true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> here's, <laughs> here's why you have ancient grains. It's specifically because of corn. Because corn has just been selectively bred to produce more. Right? You're with me on that? I'm sure, with you. sure. You understand, like, the way they do the corn is uh, they'll grow corn for two years and then soy for another year to replenish the soil and yeah. grow the corn. But every, all those other years, after we'll do the corn, the corn, the soy, and then the next time they do the corn, they'll want double the yield out of that corn. Or maybe an extra 25%, something like that. But they don't, they breed it for quantity, not taste. Which is sad because corn is delicious. Okay. Have you yeah. ever had corn? I'm really impressed with Josh's knowledge right now. But I you just don't like, know if any of it's true. I don't know true. if any of it's true. <laughs> but he said it confidently. <laughs> he <laughs> was very <laughs> confident. Have you said a million and you guys are totally in? It's, <laughs> well, I assume it's true because I saw it on an episode of Good Eats. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would not imagine Alton Brown lies. Uh, Alton Brown, he doesn't lie to anyone for any reason ever. No. And if he's wrong about that stuff, he re- Wraps his episode. Yeah, he just the episode. <laughs> okay, question three. Should you be able to sell your organs? Wow. Oh, my goodness. That took a turn. <laughs> that got dark. That. I, well, I mean... Oh. No. Because then that just means that people who are really rich get to uh, take all the organs. That... So you hate the rich, right? Yes. I think you should be able I to. I hate. I hate. But the person buying the organs also has to pay for the medical bills. Boom. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. See, I gotta go with Linda on this. I think there's. I think it's. It's not as good as it sounds. I think people no. will be taken advantage of. That's my worry. Because on one hand, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, I'd sell a stein of liver. You yeah, know, that's not gonna liver. affect me. But then on the other hand, I've seen the island. I don't want that happening. That's true. Well, the liver is the baddest organ in the body, and it can recover. Am I thinking of the liver? Is that the yes. one where you just take part of it and? Yeah. It, yeah. You can. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's not like re, it doesn't replenish itself forever. You can only do that once. It says who? 
Says the liver expert. <laughs> <laughs> See, someone would be, take big advantage of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can give another piece. You can give another. It grows back, Josh. Like, your eyes are going to grow back. <laughs> Thank you for that. I, I read a book called uh, The Samaritan, and in the book, throughout the book, he found out his organs replenish. Like when accidents happen to him, like he, he gets mm-hmm. his ear cut off and it grows back. And by the end of the book, he had a TV show where he was giving people organs. Yeah, Linda. Corey that has, has nothing to do with anything. Corey has, I just wanted to prove I read Yeah, book. Corey has played this off like he reads books all the time. <laughs> he only read two books: The Outsiders and The Samaritan. And The Samaritan. So don't let him fool you. I'm well read. I'm an autodidact, right, Josh? I was just thinking <laughs> yesterday about how I'm an autodidact because I googled five minute stretches. Nice. I didn't do them. But I googled it. So hard no, Josh. <laughs> Is James trying? Do you think James is trying to sell something? I think he's trying to invest in ancient grains and <laughs> capital. <laughs> Maybe he's planning ahead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I worry. You can get. I mean, you can. You can donate. Although, man, Michelle signed up to be a bone marrow donor. Yeah, and, went to Chicago. and that was kind of a nightmare. That she. That was a a hard thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, she saved someone's life, I guess. Yes. You don't know for sure, though. We don't know for sure because it's all anonymous. Yes. Yeah. Is this is this an Andrew McMahon thing? And really, uh, the person life she saved. Oh no. Well, uh, you know, I was shortly after that Andrew McMahon thing. We did go to that, and then she signed up. I think after that. She, so she saw that, and that's why she signed up. Well, I think she'd been thinking about it for a while, but yeah, man. And Andrew was, McMahon pushed her over the yeah. edge. But anyway, uh, she saved someone's life, right? Theoretically. Now that person, There's a lot of air quotes going on around here. Who got that bone marrow now has a $35,000 medical bill. <laughs> That's true. So That's is there true. like better? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's really rich. Like, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe he just has... Why does it have to be a man? Or maybe... No, I'm pretty sure it was a man. I think Probably Andrew right. McMahon. This is probably the dude who voiced Frieza. Mr. <laughs> it, actually, it actually wasn't even, they didn't even need the bone marrow. It was, um... They needed actual bones. No, just a, a specific cell. And so they gave her an injection that made her body produce a lot more. Actually, she had to give herself injections for, like, a month. And, like, it made her really sick. It was, uh, it was an ordeal. Yeah. She should probably not do that again. Yeah, but then, but but then you you start paying people, and then poor people are going through these awful things to make a little bit of money to live their life. Well, it's not a good be, system. I mean, it would have to be beneficial, like enough money for it to be beneficial. I know me and Josh signed up for medical trials before to make money, and after my first prostate exam, I I didn't go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not enough. But you money. got a free prostate exam. I did. So, like, that's good. And yeah. I said, yeah, that's doctor, good. that wasn't as bad as I thought. And then he wouldn't look at me and just sat quietly facing the other way. <laughs> Do you want to hear uh, a medical I know they story? used to buy blood. Do they still buy blood? You buy blood? No, they did. They used to oh. buy blood. You can donate. You can give blood and get paid for it. I know you can but donate was, plasma. Yeah. I don't know. You I was can. younger. See, Josh has fancy blood that, like, people want. Yeah. 
What do you have? What kind? Oh, negative. That's what I am. Really? Ooh. Yeah. That's why we're best so friends. John. My son John's so negative also. So if one of you guys get into a car accident, you just give the other one a call. Right. Yeah. If, write my number down. Well, negative is universal, though. You can, it can work for other people. Listen, if write my number down. If you get in a car accident and need blood, have them call me. I will give you as much blood as you need immediately. I'm not okay. even using it. So you can okay. give your blood to everybody, but can you get blood no. from anybody? No, he can only get blood from her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you guys should really start a blood chain. <laughs> so <laughs> O negative can anyone can use O negative? Yes. Uh, literally anyone. Um, right. what is it? Corn o negative can only get O negative. Yeah. A B positive can get anything. A B right? can get yeah. A and B yeah. A B positive though. A B negative can't get because anyone. Can't. That's yeah, there's one. That's, that's a that's a rare, right? A B negative is rare. Don't you remember those charts? I, I know what you're <laughs> talking about. charts though. from high school? I don't even remember what my blood type is. I don't is. either. <laughs> oh, you're supposed uh, to know your blood type. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you should know your blood type. Aren't they going to test it if I get in a wreck anyway? No, they're going to give you O negative if you need blood. That's fine. That's true. I'll take it. That's why they called Josh. Hey, do you want to hear you about are, Yeah. Do you want to hear a medical story about me? Sure. I went to get my uh, vaccine yesterday. Oh my gosh! Right, this is a cool story. Yeah. And they were, and they were like, left or right arm, and I said right, and the girl sitting to my left stuck me in the arm, and she said, nope, it's the left. <laughs> oh wow, really? <laughs> I was like, okay. Whoa. Wait, they didn't even swab it. She swabbed it. So you, yeah, you had you time had to time. say, this I, is my left you arm. You could have jumped out of the way. I could have jumped out of the way. I had to go to the back of the line. She was quick. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have time for my crap. <laughs> I I sat down and I just sat the way the chair was facing, got it in my left arm, and then I got home and Michelle's like, "Why'd you get it in your left arm? You're supposed to get it in your dominant arm because you move it more or mm-hmm. something." Yeah, well, just like know. a flu shot. Yeah, don't get flu shots. But you got this shot. Yes, because this one's different than the flu. Right, but you mm-hmm. got Johnson Johnson, so you're gonna be dead I, in a week. Look, okay, I'm not gonna be dead in a week. <laughs> I'm past. I'm past that. You're in hey, the safe zone. I'm in the safe zone. Can you can you put like a little memorial at the end of this? For <laughs> sure. It's all right. Oh, I thought you were all bowing your heads to do a memorial. <laughs> yeah, no, I was looking at the next question. Josh got a phone call or something. I have the next question. We have two more questions. Okay. Uh. Can alternative energy efficiently replace fossil fuels? Yes. Tomorrow. Oh. Oh. Okay, not tomorrow. Wait, whoa. When is a Texan? So this is a big Oh, yes, this is very interesting. Oh. Listen, don't ask me. Let me get my husband in here. Is he a big alternative energy buff? Or does he Uh, love fossil fuels? uh, Probably not the alternative energy. Did uh, did you guys lose power for a while? You know what? We didn't. Um, nice. You must be in the nice part of Texas. So many people did lose energy. Um, I think maybe we did for like an hour or something. But Ooh. no, we didn't. How, how did your, did your energy bill skyrocket? No. Um, 
<laughs> they couldn't uh, bill people because that department was frozen. Yeah, really. Ours didn't get bad, but a lot of people I know got some really high bills. Uh, I don't know. I, like I your don't neighbor? Know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, they sent your neighbor a $30,000 bill and yours was like 40 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. But ours weren't too high, no. And I don't know why. Hmm. What's the, uh, like, besides fossil fuels, what's the next biggest energy that could be? Solar. Work? Solar. Yeah, yeah, solar. What do we use most? Electrical? Like electricity? Well, like electric. We, we, yeah, do, use, uh, we do use electricity You use solar to make electricity. Or you use coal to make electricity. With, which, like, electric cars, that's going off your house, which is basically going to be fossil fuels still. Coal, right? yeah. Ours is, yeah, we get from coal power. So where's the solar-powered cars? The solar-powered car is not really a thing. Why not? Bisker is making one, but it only generates, like, two miles extra per day. So it's not really worth it. Although, 600 miles, that's a tank of gas, I guess. And then there's going to be a road tax. I say leave everything alone the way it is. Okay. Because the fossil fuels are going to last way longer than my lifetime. I, I... <laughs> Man, I hate to agree with you because yeah. <laughs> it's such a stupid thing. It'll be longer than our kids, too, right? We have enough fossil fuels to outlive our kids. That's fine. <laughs> so it does well, seem like someone else's problem. I am not planning on having kids, so, like, I guess I'm good, right? Yeah. Oh, you guys. <laughs> so that's fine, right? But, I mean... Why don't we just start slapping solar panels to everything and just get a little as, bit of more As far money? as Josh goes, that's just ridiculous to think okay. we could just replace it tomorrow. Do you no, want to know what is the coolest the coolest way to produce energy? Hydroelectricity. Yes, I know. No. Hoover Dam I mean, is awesome. <laughs> it is, but no. Uh, They're so just using the, the idea is when house during, during the day when you've got a bunch of solar energy... Right. Uh-huh, and you've uh-huh. got so much energy that during the day that they can't even use it all. It's just wasted energy. But at night when there's no sun, that energy is not there because we don't have the battery power to store it. Right. So the, the, the idea is and they do this in other countries. But during the day, all that excess energy that you're getting from the sun, you pump water up a hill. And then at night, you let the water run down the hill and you have turbines power. And so you have energy throughout the night using... So it's the thing I just said. No, you're talking about Hoover Dam. This is the same premise. (laughs) What hydroelectric power. I mean... You want to use solar to create hydroelectricity. Okay, yes. But but damming a river is different than, like, creating a... I forget what they call it. It seems like the same thing with more stuff. It's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. (laughs) It's... Does it work? Yes, they do it in China. The biggest no, whatever. They, okay, I always want to put a crevasse on anything you say they because actually, you you never no, we research have, anything. No, you I read, do. I you know. You always this. read look, the headline to an article. No, 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 no. no, 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 no look it you. up. Look it up. It's a thing. I forget what they're called. It's a thing. We have we have several of them in the United States. The biggest one currently is in China, and it powers like I don't know. A, a, I, I'm not gonna. I just read the titles of the article. Yeah, he you got the, me at the no, beginning. Like, I agree up. with it's you. It's a thing. It's really cool. It's really interesting. It's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting way to create power using solar. When what we would your dad say about sure. this? Would your dad agree? My dad is all coal all the time. Your he dad is so. <laughs> <laughs> your he, dad he yelled at that, your brother for posting the link to a song called Sunshine. Look. <laughs> 
he seems to think that more people work in the coal industry than actually do. I think he thinks that one in every three people work in a coal mine. That is not actually the case, but there's no telling him. Can't we just have those coal people dig in trenches for the water dam thing? I'm okay with it. There's only so many trenches to dig, though. One. Yeah. yeah. Do you see the problem? After the trench is dug, they're they're fired. No. Yeah. They just sit there and maintain. It's just it's just cool. I mean, I like technology. I like doing things better and cheaper. And and I think that in the long run, it's better and cheaper. Uh, this one company, I don't know who the company's name is, but they made a watch that could charge things by you moving <laughs> your hand. Like, that's, why doesn't everybody have that watch? And we have little solar panels on our cars. I think most watches are like the like fancy ones, aren't they? Uh, well, this was a battery powered to charge your phone. Mine's solar powered. No, like my watches. Do you remember back when calculators used to be solar powered? Okay, yes. Yeah. That is incredible. Why can't we do that? Honestly? Why don't we do that with everything? Why does every cell phone not have a solar? Uh, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about why can't we have calculators? Yeah, why can't we go back to calculators? Why don't we have more calculators? <laughs> <laughs> calculators check this cool. out. You want to see something cool? Uh, I open my phone. A calculator pops up. A oh, calculator pops up. Okay, Finally. that's cool. I've got two Final. screens on my phone, and the second one is always a calculator. Not solar. He's just showing off now. But. It is hydro-powered, so if he drops it in the toilet, all it does is charge it right up. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is the, the last question of the day. Is cell phone radiation dangerous? No. Oh. Man, I hope what? Not. That, yeah. used, that used to be a thing, though, right? Like, people it were worried about cell phones? Yes. They were saying, you know, at night when you sleep, make sure it's far away from you, and don't hold it to your ear. Instead, you know. Talk uh, like, hold it out in front yeah. of you. The problem with that is cell phones don't cause radiation. Cell phones go off of radio signals, and the radio signals are already there. But yeah. doesn't the human brain go on the same wavelength as a router from your house? No. What? I'm pretty sure it does. Not true. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I'm going to look <laughs> it up. I don't think that's true, Gord. That's a thing. It's not anyway. A- you never hear anyone talking about that anymore, though, right? No. Well, that's because cell phones are too ingrained in our day-to-day life. <laughs> that, like, if someone was like, oh, yeah, you're going to die, it'd be like, well, I <laughs> yeah. guess that's my lot now. That's, yeah, that's maybe. True. You're not going to get rid of cell phones. Brain tumors was the thing for a while, remember? They were saying yeah. brain tumors. I remember I Andy rem- Dick's sketch. It was a mad TV. Oh, it was uh, Andy, Andy Dick. Dick. He, he was, these, these cell phone tumors... I mean, brain tumors are unrelated. I do remember that. That's the only thing I ever remember about. First thing that comes up, does Wi-Fi affect the brain? It doesn't. There's a lot of talk about, like, 5G, but it's just just, uh, fear-mongering. You sound like a government spokesman. I'm not not even pumped about 5G. I I could care less about 5G. I'm on Wi-Fi. I've got gigabit Wi-Fi. Why do I care about 5G? What I would like, like 5G, though, could change things. They could make it so much easier if they wanted to, but they won't. Well, how so? Well, we probably ought to, we can discuss the ins and outs of 5G. Exposure to radio frequencies. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's not, you can get. What does it say? He's just reading, 
<laughs> off of a random website. It's Alex like, Jones' yeah, website. It, it, <laughs> it changes the behavior in male rats. <laughs> but again, but you guys are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not a rat, Corey. Wi-Fi is there. Are like whether or not you have a router, those radio signals are still there, and they're being pumped through your brain now. Because you got some, you're just, you have like Look, nine modems in here. I put my router under my pillow. <laughs> I don't know what you got. Make yourself <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> like a sandwich. It's beautiful. I just know I fell asleep with my cell phone on my hand. Yeah. That's not up, what happened in your hand. And now I have a bump on my finger. Linda, he has this bump on his finger from punching our brother in the head when he was a kid. <laughs> but I he was using Wi-Fi signals. We didn't have Wi-Fi did then. Linda, don't uh, listen to him. Yeah, I wouldn't okay. Corey says. He's... Well, really, I'm though, people saying. wear tinted glasses when they work on computers, right? Yeah. yeah. To protect yeah. from the light. Blue blockers. Blue blockers. But that's that's not as much about changing your DNA as much as about right. eye strength. Right. Right. Linda, I'm going to tell you a little story. I, this is I a good have, story. I have perfect vision. Uh-huh. Not to brag. Not to brag. Perfect vision. Um. And I went to the eye doctor hoping that I was going to get glasses because I have kind of a plain face. <laughs> so I was hoping I was going to get prescribed some glasses, uh, but I did not. And, yeah, you can see my plain face. And uh, so but now I'm considering getting some of those blue light blockers. Oh, yeah, I yeah. can have uh, something to put on this old, this old face here. Linda, I, don't, I like, also have a great eye doctor story for you. Nothing's going to fix that yeah. trick. I don't know why you're trying. Well, if I put some really flashy glasses on my face, <laughs> people will look at the glasses and not my face. That's what I'm with so I went to the eye doctor, and as she's looking in my eyes, she goes, huh, interesting, huh. And then she does her other stuff and then just fills out the exam, and that was it. And then I'm like, uh, at one point you were like, huh, interesting, what is that? And she's like, oh, I just never see anybody with something-something disorder. And I said, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, you have this whatever. The pigment in your eye goes all the way on, around the inside of your eye, and I've never seen that before. And I thought it was weird because she was the first person to ever say it to me, and I was like 30, 33. Well, <laughs> so I that was a very – when I went, that was the very first time I had ever been to an eye doctor. Ever. Oh, yeah. So, like – You're just winging it. Yeah, I was just winging it. I, had, I got the insurance, and I thought I'm going to use it this year. Huh. So the pigment, but there, it doesn't do anything to hurt your eye, right? I don't know. I never looked into it. I mean, he has really. <laughs> she, I hope she would have told you. And I, uh, once the pandemic hit, I couldn't get a eye exam, and I ran out of contacts. So I just started buying all my contacts from Britain, because you don't need eye exams there. So I'm yeah. just gonna keep going until they don't work anymore, and I can't see. That's smart. See, I don't get as many eye exams as I should either. I also had perfect vision when I was younger, and now I need reading glasses. But I don't. I still don't need um, glasses for distance. I also you have perfect need. vision. Oh, but yeah, you had that done by robots. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had. I had LASIK. Yeah. Oh, I love. You know, when you have perfect vision and then you start losing it, you're not gonna like it because you're so used to being able to see so well. It's hard then. Like, and you can't. You know, read things and all. Oh. Right. So appreciate, to, appreciate that, your that. perfect vision. Appreciate I it. I, don't, I, don't I will appreciate it. Take care of it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I need to get some blue some blue light now. Okay, so so when someone asks me why I have those ridiculous glasses on, I'll say Linda said I should take yeah. care of take care he of your said, eyes. Yeah. Like Frieza motivated me. Yeah. <laughs> he motivated me to wear glasses. Yeah. So just wear goggles so nothing. Oh, I will. Yeah, yeah. They will be the blue light tinted goggles. <laughs> You'd look so cool in blue light tinted goggles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Linda, we appreciate you coming on. We're going to let you get back to hanging out with your dog. How's your dog doing, by the way? Um, I have three dogs, actually, but he's doing pretty well. But you want to hear the weirdest thing? Now mm-hmm. the other two are limping. It's like uh, they all got a limp now. What's it's going like, on with the limp? I don't know. Did you pay extra attention to the one limping one? <laughs> <laughs> now, you all laugh, but here's the thing. Uh, oh, I, used- I know. I used to have this dog named Toby who passed away last year, but uh, he would fake a limp when he wanted attention. He would walk around on three paws with one in the air. Sure. I know they do things like that. Our our dog blew out her dog equivalent of her ACL last year. Yeah. Yeah. She's a bigger dog, and it's it's scary because if they are using all of their – muscle on their other leg and then that happened so we our vet was very kind and 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 did a like exploratory surgery because we couldn't pay for the like really expensive fix and they wanted to like crate our dog for nine months and it's just she's old it's like it's not gonna happen so we got this like really inexpensive thing and it has helped a lot so i think we got lucky but yeah i've been there that's hard with with buddy um, since he's so old, he's going to be 15. Instead of doing, they did a, a little different of an operation. It was a main ligament in his knee. And they went in and just attached it to a bone. Yeah. And they were really surprised because his bone in there was big. And most dogs don't have such a big bone. So they were able to attach it very easily. But, um, you know, he's still just recuperating from knee surgery. Yeah, yeah. And he tries to run. Uh, yes. That's the thing with him. He tries to keep going. So it sounds like it was a very similar thing. Yeah, well, I, I think so. I heard soon you'll be able to buy, like, a whole replacement leg for your dog. If this. On the, uh, on the, on the, on the dog. The, the dog organ. Well, yeah. if James Bundy has anything to yeah, say about dogs it. dogs will be able to just sell their legs left and or right. Or you could buy a human leg for them. Yeah. So just look out. Don't put a human leg on your dog. That no. be good. Oh, yeah. You I definitely mean. wouldn't want to cuddle your dog with any no, human Oh, that'd be weird. No, no, no. <laughs> well, good luck to Buddy. Yeah. He's, I don't even know where he is. Oh, he's right over. He's in the hallway sleeping. And my other, they've learned, I don't know, they've learned to be really good if I'm on, if I'm recording something, you know, video on, or on um, a podcast or whatever. And I guess it's because a few times they were really loud, I had to yell at them. (laughs) Like Frieza, no. (laughs) Yeah. They know when the Frieza voice comes out. Well, they they do hear the Frieza voice when I'm doing those cameos, and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) they think I'm crazy or something, you know. 
I keep telling them, I'm just recording. I'm just recording. It's okay. But they like, this is how quiet. we afford your dog food. I'm just recording. <laughs> Lay down. But Buddy's the one that does freeze a face. My dog, Buddy. I can just go monster face, and he does this really bad face. He's really good at it. Monster so, face. But like Tiny, my little one, he's in there buried in his covers because he's, he's like, I'm going to be really quiet while she's doing this. Because he doesn't want me yelling at him. He's like, and man, she's been recording for seven hours. And then I have a big golden, and he's over there on the rug. Yeah. So, three dogs. And and my little one followed me and my other two dogs home. And Buddy we found on the street. And dogs just will just follow me. All kinds of street dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. They're streetwise, too. They're pretty smart. <laughs> okay. All right, Linda. Uh, I think I said this once before, but we're going to let you go back to your regular life. <laughs> you guys uh, are funny. If, if fun. someone wanted to find you on the Internet, where would we look you up? Okay, well, I'm on Facebook, you know, Linda Young, but it, you'd have to look Linda Woden Young. And I'm on um, Instagram, sort of sister is what I'm called on that. And then I'm on Twitter, just... Um, at Linda Young VA. If we want Frieza to yell at us uh, in a message. Oh, the cameos. Uh, yeah, just go to the cameo site and look up my name. Yeah, we'll we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put links to everything. Yeah. All right, Linda. So before we go, we always like to let our guests end the podcast in the traditional manner. So if you could go ahead and do that, that'd be great. What do I need to do? Just end the podcast in the traditional manner. That's the traditional manner. I mean, this is it. This is it. Do I want me to talk like Frieza? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we always have the guests talk like Frieza. (laughs) What do you want me to say? You can say sand monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're the the podcast with these stupid sand monkeys is now officially done. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's perfect. That was really good. That Thank was you. You know, they get better and better every time. Whenever we, whenever the podcast is over, we just ask the guest to end it in the traditional manner. And there is no traditional manner. It just yeah, puts like, them on the spot. The makes them feel uncomfortable. That's what we're all about. <laughs> well, yeah, now you can tell happens. everyone they have to do the freezer voice. Yeah, <laughs> well, we will. All right. All right. Thanks for coming on, Linda. Thanks have a good time. night.
Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage.